Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit stockinvest.us. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast. We are heading into week 23. It's uh, me, Jim, one of the co-founders of stockinvest.us, hosting today's podcast. Uh, We will do, as we have done in all previous podcasts, have a quick look what to expect from the week ahead of us. Uh, we'll look back at the week that we just left. What did I say last week? How did it actually go? And of course, we'll dive into uh, some interesting stocks, uh, popular stocks, uh, and hopefully, hopefully we'll find some good picks. It did turn out uh, the previous weeks that uh, some of the picks were quite good doing exactly what technical analysis said they probably would do. Um, for the uh, last two, three weeks, I've been kind of negative against uh, the indexes as such as the market. I said I expect red market. Uh, I was wrong two weeks ago. And if we look uh, at last week, uh, I expected a red week, but the week ended green as such. Not much, but Nasdaq managed to gain around 2% in total. And Dow Jones, somewhat the same. So last week was a green week. The markets continue to be strong. Uh, data is pouring in, different data is pouring in. Some of them really negative, but the market is just strong. Uh, and that's uh, trading. You cannot tell for sure what happened or exactly when it happens. Uh, but again, I will, for the week ahead of us, um, I'm staying a bit negative. I expect week to be uh, red, and as I said, uh, I, this is supported by a lot of technical indicators being way too high. Some horse index indexes is uh, way too high. And also from a fundamental point of view, uh, uh, I have reasons to believe uh, the week to be red. Uh, and these reasons are that we are now head, soon heading into the Q2 results. Numbers will pour in uh, and they will simply... Most of them will have to be affected by the corona situation uh, and they will report red. And I don't manage to see how should the market continue to keep this good momentum because uh, the, the world is not the same. Uh, it's a total different world. Uh, now, if we compare it, for instance, back to January, uh, we have changed our habits. Uh, a lot of lots and lots of businesses have hit the wall in some way or the other, like Hertz, for instance, filing for bankruptcy protection. Um, and we will just see more of this. And, and the, the unemployment rate are sky high. Uh, governmental income is substantially reduced. So the world is not the same. Yes, there is several stocks doing quite much better, like Netflix, uh, any subscription-based uh, uh, products, they increased uh, good gains during this um, 
period. Of course, medical equipment, and we have seen the biotech companies doing very well, etc. But in the main picture, the main general picture for all stocks, all markets, uh, it is negative. One thing that's been positive, uh, and uh, we will soon get into different stocks, is oil prices. It's slowly been rising. As some might remember, uh, oil uh, was even sold uh, negatively uh, some, I don't remember, seven weeks ago or something, six, seven weeks ago. Oil crashed totally. Uh, right now, uh, the oil prices are uh, heading upwards, and I still expect them to do, uh, do so as we see world continues to turn back uh, to normal. So uh, I expect markets to be uh, red. Doesn't have to be uh, a lot of red, but I expect them to be red. And at some point, I think we will see a deeper fall. Actually, I think that every day passing now being strong markets, we're heading uh, faster towards where we get uh, some really scary downward moves. And by thinking so, I try to reduce my personal risk that's why i do these assessments what i expect from a week what i expect from the market uh, one week ahead three weeks ahead maybe half year ahead because i try to adjust my portfolio which stock should i be in because when uh, shit hit the fan and, and it uh, usually do it uh, takes just a small uh, match and uh, everything is on fire and is tumbling down super fast this happened uh, before uh, it, will it be the riots in the uh, U.S. right now that uh, will trigger the downfall? Uh, will it be um, escalation of some conflict in uh, the Pacifics between China and U.S.? Uh, you never know. The news can be out tomorrow and then market <coughs> might take a huge fall. And markets being so strong as I like to see it, right now they are very overbought. The fall will just be harder. So based on these assumptions, I like to reduce my risk. Um, I try to get into stocks which I believe will handle a, a sudden situation much better. And as I mentioned in a few last podcasts, I'm slowly going more towards uh, oil because I expect oil prices to be rising. I'll not repeat myself too much, but it's just everything getting back to normal. Uh, the oil production has been cutted in several countries, open countries, Norway, um, so on and so on. And uh, as uh, demand is increasing and supply is still reduced, at some point you will have a small crash. And I believe that we can see for a short uh, period of time, we can see quite good oil prices. And that should bring any oil company or oil related company uh, quite up because uh, most oil stocks have been uh, really hammered during this period and they have uh, there, there is a very good risk reward into these stocks and let's uh, just start at one stock uh, which i've been mentioned uh, mentioning a few times uh, the united states uh, oil fund uh, it's a small it's been small movements lately. Uh, it was uh, quite correctly picking up. Uh, uh, at, uh, it was low at 17. Uh, it's been picking up. It was all up around 27, almost 28. I was expecting it to hit maybe 30 last week. It didn't. Um, uh, 
But if we look at the, the picture for the stock, because I'm quite positive to the stock and those who are following uh, my suggestion should have gained uh, in the range of 25% or something uh, right now. Uh, and um, currently it's uh, traded uh, close to 26. I started recommending this at 17, 18, 19. Uh, now it's uh, almost uh, 26. And looking at it, it's uh, broken the falling uh, trend uh, and it's done so by decent margin. Um, it's moving sideways between 24, 26 about. Uh, volume is following the stock, which I told you uh, over and over again. It's a good sign. And right now it looks like it will just continue to push upwards. As I said before, there is a resistance at 30, later at 34, and I don't expect it to move much higher than 33, 34, maybe before heading uh, down for a short dip. Uh, but medium term, I'm very positive. Even long term, I'm starting to get uh, very positive and things think that there still could be a lot of gains uh, ahead in this stock. If um, things happen, uh, things go the wrong way, it will find a lot, lots of su um, uh, support just below uh, today's levels at the 25, 24, 22, 20, uh, so on. And um, falling down to 20 will be... Uh, 20% reduction so of course there is a lot of risk but if we compare the risk reward it's very attractive I have been mentioning uh, Netflix uh, several times uh, and as I said that uh, some weeks ago I said that I thought uh, the it was hitting the top uh, and that it should not do very well uh, ahead uh, and that's simply because things are getting back to normal. I had a reason for it. You can listen to some previous podcasts if you like. Uh, last week um, it moved, uh, it falls slightly, but for the last three weeks it's been falling down from the top at 454 and is now traded um, at 419. Uh, from a technical point of view, the stock is still very interesting if we talk medium long term. Very interesting. In short term, I still expect either horizontal move uh, between 400, 430, um, or it could even uh, fall back a bit. Um, the reason uh, I expect this is the kind of resistance, which is above from accumulated volume, traded volume in the range 420, 440. It's quite substantial. And uh, as the stock will try to move upwards, it will hit this resistance, and I don't think it will break it uh, this week, neither next week. So most likely it should uh, go horizontal with not too much support. It has some support around 400, uh, but not really good support before we hit the 370, 380 range. Uh, it could fall uh, another 10%. But it remains to see, as I said, if we look medium term, long term, uh, the stock is in a rising trend and it's looking very good. But for short term, uh, I am a bit hesitant. Uh, Tesla, uh, I had the, the topic, I think, a few weeks ago. Will Tesla now hit the new all-time high? Uh, 
uh, had a short session about Tesla and what I think and so far it's been uh, more or less doing exactly as expected uh, like I said last week in last week's podcast if it breaks above a 30 a 20 30 range we can see or should see rapid movements and it is quite interesting as right now Tesla is uh, traded at 835 it is very little resistance uh, above today's level uh, it will find next resistance level at 870 to 917 which is all-time high 970 is all-time high uh, the volume is still low so and this stock can be traded at really high volumes the volume is still low the volume was increasing on uh, in the friday session uh, so i think this uh, my best guesstimation as it looks like from a technical point of view with no resistance for the next 30 40 points that's five to seven percent or something i believe we should see rapid movements uh, during at least first part of the week and we should see now uh, tesla again trying to hit uh, all-time high interesting stuff if it falls back uh, it will have lots and lots of uh, support from 840 uh, all the way down to 700 uh, so if things happen uh, the, the, uh, the a possible fall should go uh, slower it should uh, move uh, in steps not these rapid huge falls then it has to be something really special triggering it some really special news otherwise we should expect um, stock to move upwards uh, and, uh, with very good uh, support levels below uh, I find it super attractive in short term meaning uh, the following week even the next two uh, three weeks uh, in longer term uh, it still has to break the 900 range to push forward uh, from a fundamental point of view uh, I don't understand because uh, car production all over the world have stopped and tesla should really produce some bad results uh, like other car companies for q2 uh, q2 results uh, and it will take some time for things to get back to normal uh, but people love the stock the market decides the price uh, the company is priced extremely high if you compare it to big big companies like volkswagen or ford or whatever the pricing is just insane but the market decides everyone believes in the company it has electric cars which is uh, exactly the green technology is exactly where we want to be uh, and as long as the market decides uh, i can mean whatever i like about fundamental situation uh, usually we see just uh, just to mention this usually we see over a long time of period things will turn more and more towards the actual fundamental values it's kind of natural that in the beginning you're full of hope but eventually you have to uh, prove your results uh, but in the case of tesla the upside is so huge if they manage to keep expanding uh, they manage to keep their production numbers up as as they promised and so on uh, it's a wild card but uh, why not ride the wild card if it goes so uh, positive for um, Tesla on very short term, uh, even medium term, uh, and it remains to see.
high risk stock it's high volatility it moves quite much up and down it's perfect for traders that like day trading or very short swing trades for um other companies uh, i mentioned the uh, diffusion pharmaceuticals i've been right so far about pharmaceuticals and i uh, diffusion pharmaceuticals and i have to remind you once again I'm personally invested into this stock, which means that I'm very biased uh, about it. Uh, last week, it did just as expected. It hit eight, 180, uh, and uh, that was uh, pre-opening, early opening. It was 170, 180 or something after releasing news on Tuesday. Uh, just before market opened, it really used, used that seems to their approval is going uh, the, the clinical trial approval is uh, soon to be uh, approved and the stock just went crazy it was up at 170 then fall back uh, during day but uh, week as such it was uh, rising roughly about 10 percent or something uh, and uh, looking into this week uh, uh, this is a penny stock and remember that penny stock involves any kind of risk yes it's just above one dollar right now but it's been trading months and months uh, below one dollar so it's a penny stock by all means uh, volume is uh, not that high it's high for for this stock actually the turnover the amount of stocks being sold uh, bought and sold every day is uh, sometimes more than the actual float of the company which is kind of interesting uh, on the end of week, uh, the, uh, actually during all week, uh, if you look uh, apart of Tuesday, if you look at the Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, uh, was not much trading into the stocks, uh, and the movements were uh, kind of slow, just just as you can expect it. And if we look at the previous pattern, it's been slow for two three weeks, then doing rapid movements, slow for two, three weeks, then doing rapid movements. Again, we're heading into this two, three weeks um, uh, pattern. And if it continues, uh, we should see combined with what happened Friday, uh, uh, very slight move, very little volume. Uh, all these indicate that the stock should push uh, higher. So uh, it will be a very interesting week. Uh, this might be the week it will hit the... Uh, the $2 range, it reminds to see, I'll not repeat uh, so much what the stock do, but it's just interesting uh, related to uh, COVID. It's not a vaccine, it's just helping uh, oxygen transport into the blood bloodstream. Uh, and uh, no matter what, if, uh, if uh, uh, like right now they are speaking that uh, vaccines may uh, take a hit, and the reason for this is simply because uh, the, the COVID situation is rapidly reducing around uh, the major company uh, countries in the world like UK. Uh, and for the vaccine to actually work, they need to test it uh, on several people. And the Oxford University, which is created one uh, vaccine they want to test, they say they are no longer sure um, that they will able to develop the vaccine as they wanted, simply because the numbers of uh, infected people is uh, drastically reducing every week. Uh, and to actually prove if it works or not, uh, they have to have these cases that actually develop uh, 
uh, COVID uh, or not. So uh, we should see a fall for uh, several of the the companies that is focused around vaccines, but uh, this company, Diffusion Pharmaceuticals, they are aiming uh, on oxygen transport in the blood. Uh, and no matter what happens, uh, this should be positive uh, thing simply because uh, we will have more cases. Yes, it will be reduced. Like in Norway, I think it's only three people on respirators not right now, but there will be a full thing. And um, uh, so, uh, so it's just a company that will, has the goods uh, which can be expected to use uh, for future and makes it kind of interesting and if everything now uh, everything goes back to normal tomorrow we, we forget Corbett tomorrow we should see huge fall in several biotech companies uh, even the fusion pharmaceutical may take a hit but it will not be like uh, Moderna or some of the major companies that just had their values tripling doubling quadrupling uh, over a possible vaccine so I, I find the company interesting. Uh, as I said, I'm invested into it. Uh, I expect it to do very good this week. But there is a but. There is always a but. This is a high, uh, highly volatile, small penny stock. And that is simply risk, risk, risk. And uh, it may fall 20% in one day, even 30% in one day. Very bad news. If it doesn't get the FDA approval, it could even for 50%, 60%. Uh, that's the life of a biotech company. So this is not the kind of company where you're going to go fully invested. It is just for uh, your high-risk portfolio, <clears throat> more, or less, more or less like putting money into some lottery or something. Um, I think it's a bit better than lottery, of course, uh, but, but still, penny stock. The upside is uh, tremendous. Uh, lots and lots of... Uh, Analysts have now pointed out ranges around five to eight uh, for for the stock uh, because now the interest for this stock is increasing. So uh, it will be very exciting to see. From a technical point of view, it meets resistance at one thirty five. It's now traded one thirty. So uh, breaking one thirty five, it should start moving more rapidly. If it falls down, there will be some support around one twenty and later around uh, one dollar. If everything goes sideways, there is no real support before the 05 range, which actually where I bought uh, my shares. I bought them at 44 and 51. So that's Diffusion Pharmaceutical. I expect a interesting uh, week for this company. Come again. I'm personally invested. I'm biased. Take that into your consideration. We can have a quick look at... Uh, uh, other company like uh, Apple and if we watch Apple uh, we can see that it struggles uh, a bit it's moving more sideways going slightly up if you look at the last three four weeks been trading around just uh, just above 300 300 to 320 and it's struggling uh, going higher last week it pushed uh, the volume was pushing higher during the week, but the stock didn't rise quite much. That's a divergence. I've been speaking about these things before. Uh, so I actually expect, now it was given a sales signal on Friday from short-term moving average. 
uh, the price got under the, uh, the shorter moving average, giving a sell signal. And I actually expect that we should see a, a week, uh, week ahead for Apple. It should not, uh, from a technical point of view, it's, uh, it's more likely that it will be trading between 300 and 318 than it will uh, push up. So, uh, but uh, Apple is uh, interesting stock. Uh, if you look at the longer picture, it is in a rising trend and uh, given six months, four years, it's super, super interesting. It's just on very, very short term. Uh, personally, I expect, and from a technical point of view, I expect it to fall a bit down. And if you look at it, um, at the bottom of the, the Corvid situation, it hit uh, 224 and it's just been rising since then. It's just been on a, a up streak uh, and uh, was topping uh, two weeks ago at 319. Now it's moving a bit further down. Previous um, uh, top was uh, 327 just before uh, COVID. It was moving up, up, up and uh, hit all time high at 327. So uh, short term, kind of negative, uh, should see more horizontal, most likely a slight fall for the stock the week ahead. Um, even for medium term, uh, I'm not super optimistic, thinking that we should see trading between, uh, let's say, 260 maybe, 270, uh, and 300 if we look three weeks ahead, uh, three to six weeks ahead. But above this, uh, I expect the stock to do better. So that was uh, a bit about uh, some of the stocks uh, and uh, the question is always uh, is there possible uh, other good stocks that we haven't mentioned and um, what we can do is uh, for instance at stockinvest.us you have different lists that will help you track down because there's so many thousands of stocks and how for you to keep track of them but you can look at stocks uh, we list a lot of stocks based on different criteria. we have something called undervalued it's stocks that simply are in the lower part of the trend uh, and the trend works like it's uh, saying that trend is your friend uh, and you have the trend uh, floor and the trend roof the, the top of the trend and the bottom of the trend and if a stock is in the bottom of a trend uh, which has been moving for quite some time. It's been moving inside the trend. You can expect it uh, to do uh, similar behavior, simply stay within the trend. And if it's at the bottom, uh, you can for sure expect it to move up. So uh, if you look at the, the undervalued list being stocks at the bottom of the trend uh, with volume uh, up, there should be some uh, good uh, picks and can do uh, good. Uh, I'll just mention a few of them. You have Seattle uh, Genetics. Keep an eye on it. Uh, pushing uh, up from bottom of trend. It's in a good rising trend, which is good uh, by all means. It's hitting some uh, resistance just above today's level. Uh, we have um, Excelix, another biotech company. It's also the same. It's the bottom of the trend uh, rising up. Uh, we have... Uh, Arturus uh, Tarputix Holdings, again another uh, 
company, uh, pharmaceutical company. We have uh, more medical care like uh, auto short technologies also coming from the bottom of the trend heading up. Um, and we have uh, Catasys Inc. also in the medical care business. Uh, all these stocks that I mentioned, they are in the bottom of a rising trend. Uh, and uh, from a technical point of view, we expect them to move um, upwards. So that's um, one of the lists. You'll find it on our page. Uh, you should, when you pick these stocks, you should also look at the resistance above uh, because that will give you an idea how fast. If there is very little resistance above uh, and you see this as gray bars uh, on your right hand, you'll see some gray bars, accumulated volume. The volume is traded at each price level. Um, if these are fewer and none, you can expect the stock to move faster. So that's uh, 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 one list. Uh, we, you have uh, several other good lists, as I sp uh, spoke about either last week or the week before. You have relative strength index list. You can pick stocks which are... Uh, which are um, oversold. Uh, because these are likely to uh, to rise, uh, so th th there are just uh, there are just uh, many good stocks. We try to list them all. Either it's uh, pivot point bottoms, uh, double bottoms, for instance. Uh, if we look at uh, some of the bot uh, double bottom stocks, again uh, we can see a lot of biotechnology stocks. Uh, but you have a Canadian uh, Solar Inc., a more traditional thing, uh, industry sector, technology industry sector. Um, and as we head back to normal, there is a green shift. At least we see this in some European countries that the governments would like to use the incentive packages to increase the speed of uh, green technology. Uh, so many, many stocks, uh, DSP Group, Semiconductor, uh, analog devices, another semiconductor. Uh, many of these are issuing uh, buy, buy signals from double bottoms. So look into lists. Um, that can give you trading ideas. Uh, what you want, uh, and I will finish today's sessions as I used to finish all my sessions. Uh, what you really want is to let your runners be runners uh, and you cut your losses uh, so you stick with stocks that simply rise just stick with them uh, you put the trailing stop loss or whatever you do you stick with the stocks moving up but stocks falling you have to cut your losses and the best way to do this is using stop loss so if you're a new listener uh, look into a stop loss that will save you so much money uh, you will do a few mistakes that you will see stocks uh, being triggered by stop loss, being sold just to rise uh, after a few minutes, maybe even doing quite good. That's the life of trading. But when you start to look at 10 of these trades, you will see that you do more good than bad. And that's exactly what you want to do. You want to be right more than 50% of the time. So uh, I hope uh, it will be a fantastic trading week for you. Uh, that you will do good and we'll speak again next week bye